0: Welcome to the Loudoun Impact Podcast, interviewing
1: purpose-driven leaders in Loudoun County, Virginia. And now, here is your host, J.C. Sylvie. J.C. is a Naval Academy graduate, former Navy pilot, and now top real estate agent, focusing exclusively in Loudoun County.
0: Our guest today is Christina Bueri. Christina is the president, CEO, and founder of Reston Limousine, Christina, welcome them uh, to the podcast.
1: Thanks. Thanks for having me.
0: So obviously, we all know that Reston is is not in Loudoun County, <laughs> but um, you are a longtime resident and you do a ton of business in Loudoun County. Can you tell us uh, a little bit about uh, how you ended up in in Loudoun?
1: Sure. So the company was founded actually in Reston at the Reston Town Center. And that lasted about two years. And then we outgrew our space and we had to move to Herndon. Two years, outgrew our space, and then we moved to Loudon. So we moved to Loudon in 1994. And we rented a space over on Shaw Road. And we were there for 11 years. And then we bought land and we built our own facility in Loudon, behind Best Buy at the Dullstown Center Mall.
0: Oh, good for you. Have you ever thought about changing the name then?
1: You know, um, when we moved to Loudoun in 1994, we talked about it, but at the time, about 80% of my business was government contracts, Mm -hmm. and um, we thought the name Rustin was kind of a brand, uh, that the company had a little bit of a brand already. We had a contract with the Hyatt Rustin, and uh, we benefited greatly from, you know, having that be our name. In fact, over the years, many people tried to call me and buy my name, and of course, I said no. (laughs) <laughs> um, so I just hope that the brand is okay, whether we're in d c Maryland or Virginia.
0: yep, it works, yeah, I'm sure it'd be tough to change branding there when you're right in the middle of it, so it's probably a, a smart call there um so tell me uh about the business, obviously, you're in the transportation business, Limousine is in the name, but let's go back to the beginning um in starting um How you started and um, how it became this powerhouse company here in Northern Virginia.
1: So actually, I'm not the founder. My ex-husband founded the company and he was a Lebanese immigrant. And when he got to the U.S., his first job was driving limousines. And after two years, um, he was given a a really big tip uh, of $5,000 from a client. So he bought his own car and started Reston limousine and um actually his first company was called unique limousine did that for two years and then the hyatt reston asked him to he'd lived in reston and the hyatt reston asked him to move his business to reston and change the name to reston so that was what happened in 1990 and i met him he had five cars i met him a few months after that i was selling advertising just cold calling out of the phone book and i got an appointment to sell him an ad so, um, it took me two months to close that deal. He made me keep coming back for more appointments, but finally closed the deal got the check. And then we just sat in his office and talked for like two hours. And he said, do you want to get a bite to eat? And I said, sure. And he took me across the street to the Hyatt restaurant to the market street bar and grill at the time was a very fancy restaurant. And that was our first date.
0: Oh, that's, that's a cool story. Um, but obviously, um, uh- it, it turned out a lot different than that you you're um now the um the face of of rest and limousine so how how did that become
1: okay so um when i met william his company was 100 corporate and i was the person who said we need to do more things we have to diversify so the first market i diversified into was weddings and i cold called brides and within a year we were doing 100 weddings a weekend and then one day we were just minding our own business in our office and a guy knocked on the door and said do you want to bid on a government contract and i'm like what is that and so his wife worked at usgs and reston and he said i'll bring you the paperwork and if you win the contract i just want to be a driver so that's how i won my first contract with usgs and reston and so then i thought to myself well there have to be more of these and i started researching government contracts and bidding on them and um was very successful. Um, most of the '90s, we, we did many, many government contracts, and um, at the same time, we were benefiting from the dot coms in Reston. So, America Online was our client, Network Solutions. We drove Ted Leonsis to work every day for four years, and then he hired away our driver.
0: No kidding.
1: And uh, it was those were great times because literally, we went from 200,000 to 5 million in revenue in 10 years. Wow. And and then we lost our small business status. So, And it was about that time that we had bought land to build a house in Loudoun County. And my husband at that time was really uh, not doing much at the office because we now had managers filling every role. And so I was still doing sales and ops. Um, He originally did accounting, fleet management and HR, and we now had managers doing those things. So uh, it, it first started out as just taking a year off to get us moved into our new house. And then um, we decided we would keep it that way because we did have five kids and we felt it was great for one of us to stay home with the kids and one of us to run the business. So it was just a little unorthodox. You know, we chose sure. him to stay home yep. and for me to run the business.
0: Yeah. And now you are running the business full time. This is it's your company, basically. Is that correct?
1: That's right. We ended up getting divorced in um, uh, 2013. So I bought him out of the house and the business.
0: And you have discontinued to grow the company year after year.
1: Yes. So he stopped working in 2000. We were doing 5 million and um, 10 years later, we were at 17 million and I asked for a divorce. And now we're at 30 million. Now that was pre-COVID. So sure. Right. Before COVID, We were a 30 million dollar company, 450 employees.
0: So um, let's talk a little bit about COVID. Um, How is your business surviving right now? What's the state of the the business?
1: So we're very blessed uh, because we are, you know, we are a limousine company, but our our primary niche is buses. And we still have a lot of clients using our buses. Um, We did have to do some severe layoffs and we had to cut our expenses. But we're very grateful for the business that we have because um, I have friends in the industry all over the country and they don't have very much work at all. So my buses are keeping me alive.
0: Yeah. Um, so you were uh, living in Loudoun County and actually uh, for the for our audience, um, our kids actually went to high school together in Loudoun County High School. So we, we do have uh, a little bit of background there. And I understand one of your your, your sons is working for the company now?
1: Yes. So I have four daughters and one son Right. and I thought I was raising four female CEOs and none of them want to work for the company. So uh, my son is in our sales department. He is uh, doing great. Uh, he started out washing cars. I told him he had to start at the bottom and um, he's just done an incredible job. Uh, not only uh, in the sales department, but also training new people. Including many other Loudon County grads. So that's neat. Pre-COVID, I had five of them working for me. Did you really? Unfortunately, um, all but two have been laid off for now. Yeah. But we hope to recruit them back.
0: Well, that'd and be good. Have
1: an incredible culture in the sales department.
0: Yeah. I um. You know, Christine, I have to give you credit because I, I've heard good things about your son and how you um brought him into the company you just didn't hand him a thing you just uh you made him start from the bottom and and work his way up and whatever he he was able to achieve it's because he's worked really hard so that's pretty neat i I liked hearing that story about how you've been handling um the kids in the in the business and i I heard your your girls are doing well as um out in california is that correct
1: yeah two are in california i keep hoping they'll move back to virginia but they just won't. And uh, my youngest is at Longwood University, and she just uh, completed her last exam. And so she's basically home for the summer. She's been home for a couple of months since the virus hit. Right. But she'll be a senior at Longwood University. And then my stepdaughter uh, works for PR and partners at, in Ashburn near the Whole Foods.
0: Mm-hmm. Good for them. Um, Christina, you are involved in a lot of uh, ph- philanthropy um, endeavors here in laden county can you tell us a little bit about um what you're passionate about and uh, discuss those
1: sure so um uh, we got married in 1991 and i had a four-year-old stepdaughter and my ex-husband wanted like 12 kids and it took me a while it took me a while to get pregnant it took me like five years so i struggled with infertility And finally, in 1996, I gave birth to Healthy Boy Girl Twins. And at that point, we decided that our mission at the company would be to support children's charities. So we just felt so blessed. Um, And then my next child came before the twins were one. So whatever was wrong with me, it was fixed. And then I had another baby two years later. So I had four kids in three years. I don't recommend it, (laughs) especially when they go to college and they're all in college at the same time. But um, we just felt so blessed, you know, we felt blessed with the business, we felt blessed with the kids and we knew it was our responsibility to give back to the community. So we started out um, offering free rides to the Make-A-Wish Foundation and the Children's Inn at NIH and um, any charity that helps sick children. like juvenile diabetes. And over time, it just grew. Um, It grew because when you start giving, it makes you feel so good that you just want to give more. And so uh, we sort of had a philosophy here that, you know, we're a seasonal business. We're super busy in spring and fall, not so busy in the winter and summer. If a nonprofit needed some free buses or whatever, we would donate them. And so we did that very regularly. We also donated gift certificates to uh, nonprofits that were having, you know, galas for their, for their silent auctions. Um, and so we expanded our giving to not just children. And, um, I think it was 2008. I joined 100 women strong, which is a a nonprofit in Loudoun County founded by Karen Schaufeld. And our mission is to give back to women, children, education, health, and, um, housing and uh, hunger. So um it's been an awesome experience being part of that group and learning about all the other nonprofits in in the county and being able to give back that way. So that's really why it started how it started and how it took me to where I am today.
0: You've had an incredibly successful career um there has to be a story behind that as a as a girl growing up um who you're motivated by and influenced by. What was it like at, at the dinner table when you are a high school kid?
1: So I went to boarding school. Um, my parents were in the foreign service. So I was born in Japan, lived in Brazil six years, three years in Portugal, and 10 years in Africa. So, Whoa. Um, yeah. My parents were not sort of um, risk takers. You know, my dad worked for the government as a diplomat. And, um, you know, my mother's father was a businessman in Seattle, Washington. So maybe I got some of it from him, but I don't know. I was just always very motivated, um, in life to do something with my life. Um, I did think that I was going to join the foreign service like my dad, Mm -hmm. but my senior year in college, I got a, a job offer from a nonprofit in Africa. And I took that job. So I went back to Africa and I worked in Somalia Wow. and two years in Somalia and I decided to leave the industry and I came back to the States and the only job I could find was a hundred percent commission sales advertising job. And so that's how I got into the limousine business. But if you go back to my childhood, um, we moved around a lot. Uh, we always had to sort of learn how to get along with new people every three years. We had to understand how to live in different cultures Yep. And in, in, in Africa, I went to a multiracial boarding school with the children of Nelson Mandela and Desmond Tutu.
0: Whoa, that's, uh, no. there's a story behind that, I'm sure, right?
1: It was amazing. So I always say that it was that experience in that boarding school in Africa when I was sort of at a very impressionable age. I was in middle school and I was surrounded by all these really dynamic people that were facing crazy you know, experiences in their lives, uh, like apartheid. Right. And, um, you know, I lived there as a minority as I, there was only 10% white students and Christians. And so I experienced that. And because of that, I've always, I've never, you know, believed in discrimination. I've always been very inclusive. And what I love about my business is that the majority of my employees are actually immigrants from all over the world. And my clients are very international as well. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like I'm still in that world, which is really great.
0: Right. it's pretty neat how you um, brought it right out of Africa into your business here in Northern Virginia, and you're giving those immigrants an opportunity to uh, excel just like you have Uh, pretty impressive. What um, maybe we'll switch gears a little bit and make it a little lighter here. I'm curious about your morning routine now that COVID has set in and, and, and people are waking up later and later each day. And yes. um, I, well, I, have you been sticking to yours?
1: Most of years? my employees uh, are working from home. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But I am still coming into the office. Op- I'm in the office now. I come into the office every day. There's probably only four of us here and we're all in different offices. And we try to do all of our meetings by phone or Zoom. Right. Uh, at nine o'clock in the morning, I have a Zoom call every single day with my managers. And we're on the phone for about sometimes it's ten minutes, sometimes it's half an hour, talking about what's going on, you know, what we have ahead of us for the day, whether it's moving buses around or you know a driver that called off or whatever it may be, and um, and then we go about our our business as usual. I would say that you know I've been in business thirty years and I've probably worked fifty to sixty hours a week for 30 years. And right now I'm not. <laughs> yeah. It's really weird. It's like, I'm, I'm always busy till about 12 or one o'clock. And then I don't even get very many emails. And so what I'm doing is I'm trying to take advantage of that. I'm signing up for a lot of webinars, Zoom calls, yeah. um, trying to learn something new every week. Um, and then I've, I've done a few things at the, at the house that I never had time to do. Like I decided to start organizing my photographs and um, before they went digital, right? And uh, you know, working in my garden. So I wanted to do things that would make me feel good. Yeah. These times are so they're so filled with uncertainty, and so you know, sorting old photographs, working in the garden, spending more time with my kids and my pets is has been really filling me.
0: Where do you? Uh, where have you been uh, getting any good takeout lately? What have you been enjoying?
1: takeout so um we definitely do ford's fish shack once a week every i think i live in river creek country love now and i and i believe they come every monday night Yep. we've had food from trevinia we have had food from china king you know the famous sure. leesburg great, great chinese restaurant downtown leesburg once a week yep. la villa roma delivers to our house usually every sunday <laughs> i'm not much of a cook by the way
0: <laughs> well uh that's funny right, we do uh la villa roma pride uh once a week and it's on fridays though so we've got a different day for for yeah, that we,
1: we have been um rest in limousine and la villa roma have had a partnership for 30 years and it's been great um, now for indian food i actually go I get food from a restaurant in Manassas called Rangoli huh. and they deliver to uh, Aldi on uh, Thursdays and so you don't have to drive all the way to Manassas <laughs> um, and so that's basically what we've been doing. You know? have,
0: have you tried uh, Five Torara in Leesburg Village, um, the Indian there next to the uh, movie theater?
1: Oh, the Thai restaurant. Yeah. I think? Oh no, okay. I'm
0: sorry. The Indian Five Tarara. I tried
1: that place. I tried that place a couple times. But the problem with the villages of Leesburg is there's nowhere to park.
0: Exactly. Right. You know.
1: I guess I could always order it uh, to be delivered.
0: Well, now since there's hardly anybody driving through there, like you can probably park right in front there and pull up and grab it. That's that's what I've done a couple times. So you're right. It worked pretty good. Yeah.
1: Yeah, we're trying to help the restaurants. We really are.
0: Yeah, um, I'm all in favorite. So what is um, what is something that you really miss right now that you're surprised that you actually miss it? It just kind of popped, you know, something that just kind of you're surprised by that it, w- it would be missed so much.
1: So I'm an extrovert and uh, people energize me. And I really you know, I always did a lot of networking and I really I really miss it. I don't miss going out four nights a week for sure. Right. And I don't miss my daily routine that was a little brutal before pretty much. Um, I'm on 10 boards of directors. And so running the business, going to board meetings, I was too busy. Sure. And, you know, going back to like the new normal after COVID, I don't think I'm ever going to try and keep that kind of a schedule. Um, I, I, I really miss wine tours. I mean, you know, being able to go to a winery and sit outside. Yeah look at the scenery. I um, started doing wine tours right after 9-11 because I was trying to find a new revenue stream. And so they were a big, they've always been a big part of my business. And it's just so weird that you can't just drive out to a winery and have some cheese and bread and great wine. I think that's the first thing I'm going to do when I can. (laughs) I know. And we're actually hoping everyone wants to do that because we're going to be marketing that like crazy because we feel that that's a, pretty easy way to social distance
0: yeah outside right mm-hmm. i mean it, with the nice weather um i i think they're going to be packed i think there's going to be a lot of people there and i'm looking forward to it where what's your choice for the, your first winery i, I i'm i don't want to put you on the spot because i know you have a, a lot of great clients but
1: it's no problem stone tower all the way <laughs> um, i'm very close friends with uh the owners and um You know, that's the one that I'd like to go to first, probably. Um, But, you know, believe it or not, there's a lot of wineries I've never been to. I mean, I did so many wine tours personally for about seven or eight years that I knew every winery in, 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 you know, this part of Virginia. Right. Um, But that's all changed because there are so many new ones to explore. And I look forward to exploring all of them. For
0: sure. So um, I really uh, appreciate your time, Christina. I usually ask um, my guests where they can reach out, but I think it would be appropriate maybe in this situation um, to mention your charity. I mean, if the, if it's OK with you, um, the what is it, the one hundred uh, women strong 100
1: women strong.
0: Yeah. If you want to, you know, if any anybody in the audience wants to contribute or take part in that somehow, what's the best way to, to, to do that?
1: Um, we have a website is, um, I, I forget what it is. It's like 100. We have to, you have to Google 100 women strong Loudon. Okay. Cause there's a lot of 100 women. I was going to say groups. that.
0: Yeah. Right.
1: Yeah. So, um, yeah, check it out.
0: We appreciate your time. It was a lot of fun. Uh, good chatting with you and catching up best of luck to rest in limousine and your son there working for you guys. I'm rooting for you. Hope to see you uh, at Stone Tower, maybe in a couple months.
1: Sounds good. <laughs> Thanks, Christina. Thanks for having me.
0: You bet.